Earlier this year, the word looked on in shock as a consortium of the world's biggest football clubs, including six of England's richest teams, attempted an aggressive and ill-advised coup of the world's most popular sport. The proposed European Super League gave all football fans a deep sense of unease. What had been known for decades, but perhaps not truly acknowledged until now, was that football at the highest level had become little more than a plaything for the planet's wealthiest men. With that has come greater and greater polarisation between the rich and the poor, a disconnect between fans and the players they adore, and a desire to maximise profits above all else. I'm sure I'm not alone when I say the proposed Super League was met by little more than a shrug in my house. In all honesty, I was happy that the cat was finally out of the bag. Take your ball and sod off, I thought. My allegiances with football have always been less about the sport and more about everything good that comes with it. The friendship, the camaraderie, the sense of unconditional inclusion. Now, it would of course be disingenuous of me to suggest that I, as a white heterosexual man in my mid-twenties, has ever had to truly deal with exclusion in any real-world sense. It would also be naive of me to suggest that football has always been a place where everyone feels welcome. Far from it. But I firmly believe that football, more so than anywhere else, has the power to enact social movements that encourage better inclusion for all. With that in mind, I introduce you to the Football Without Everyone Is Nothing series, brought to you in association with Man Markin. Every day this week, I'll be speaking to different individuals and organisations, all of whom have used football as a vehicle to improve social inclusion. As we all well know, social inclusion is a key component of improving our collective mental health. So that will be a crucial part of our focus as well. Today in episode two, we'll be speaking to Stephen Barton from the Liverpool Homeless Football Club. If you'd like to get involved this week, you can, of course, find us on Twitter at marking underscore man. And don't forget to use the hashtag football without everyone is nothing. I'm going to hand you over to Stephen and then I'll see you briefly on the other side. Yeah, my name's Steve Barton and I was one of the founders of Liverpool Homeless Football Club and I've just went back to organise the monthly and the tournaments what it will be having over the next couple of years. And I think probably first protocol for people who don't know Steve, how and, and why did Liverpool Homeless Football Club start? Why did you, why did you found it? Well, Liverpool Homeless Football Club was set up in it 2007 but the origins can be traced back to about to to about two thousand and two. Uh, yeah, it might have heard there about an event called uh, the Homeless World Cup that it takes place every year. It's a four aside football tournament, and we're uh, we're all nations from across the country. And to enter the competition, you've got to have been homeless that year. So Mexico, Scotland, they. they they all have a team in, and it takes place in a different country. And Liverpool, since 2001, has always had a person from Liverpool that have played for England in the Homeless World Cup. And the very first team was led by a scouser and a fellow called Eric Horton. Now, he, he's at about 52 now, but he still runs around the pitch as though he's 21. <laughs> you know, so he, he 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 loves football, and football saved his life virtually because he was in a hostel. This uh, pamphlet come through to come and trial for England for the for, for the very first homeless World Cup, and he he will tell you the story as well himself. So I'm not breaking this an anonymity here, and 
he was in a hostile unit you know, because he was drinking and that. And the football actually saved his life because he had no purpose. No, 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 not. And prior to that, what he used to do was just go and drink and drink and that come through. And he was quite a good footballer back in his day. And he, he went on to Captain England in the very first Homeless World Cup and they got to the final and got beat 2-1. If you speak to Eric and he might be good to get on the show, uh, one, one day he, he will turn around and say, that Eddie were robbed in here the final, but that's for him <laughs> to say that. That us. So every year, Liverpool had a representative that had played for England in the homeless World Cup. And then in 2006, I, I was working in a hostel, the Salvation Army at the time, and we started having six months tournaments where were ran by the Liverpool Council Hostel and the Liverpool County FA. And we, we we would all get together every six months and we would have this tournament. And for the first time, we were meeting people from other hostels. We were meeting staff from other hostels. We were getting to know people. But we seen the benefits, what the lads were getting from it. The night before tournaments, yeah, they would say to lads, look, don't 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 go out and get bevies tonight because we've got to be up early, get footy, and that to, 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 to where the younger lads don't 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 get stoned today because if you're stoned, you yeah, can't play. You yeah, know things like that, and we've seen the benefits what what it was having, you know. And when he would take the lads down to the tournaments in the back of the minibus, the 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 lads were all going. If 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 anyone has a go at me, I'll I'll, I'll snap them. Anyone thinks we'll win and all this, you know, the bravado with the lads. You know, thinking they're the bees knees and all that, and they're thinking they're better. But when they got there and and they started mixing with other people, they 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 they, they become mates and there was good camaraderie where 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 people did. They they never ever met, so we seen the benefits of it, and we all got together. There was twelve people round round the table, myself and a few others, and we had the county FA. There was Tony Smith from the county FA. There was Steve Swinnerton, who's had done lots for amateur football, for social inclusion football, you know, throughout his time. We had the Power League on board, and we had the community out there ambassador's team on our board and we wanted to make it more permanent so we come up with the idea of Liverpool Homeless Football Club but we had to make sure that it wasn't just about the football so we decided to theme each year match day so it might be the first match day might be about fun and gang crime awareness the next match day would 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 be about health and all things like that so that it was how Liverpool Homeless Football Club come about and that was that was obviously sort of, I mean, we're going back sort of fourteen years now, aren't we, Steve? To, to yeah. when it was sort of all started, and in terms of where the charity is up to today, it's obviously grown and developed and 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 changed over that time. What are the type of things that the charity does today? Well, some some someone turned around and said that 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 if women can play football, so we 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 had to start including the women then, didn't we? And there's some fantastic women's football. And go going back to where the owners World Cup, uh, the very we 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 had two women who were played for the very first England homeless World Cup side, and our, our women's coach had a presence. She scored the 
the very first women's goal at a homeless world cup. So we've we we've got women's projects. So we run three women's tournaments, which is a uh, which is the women are against domestic abuse cup, which is the main one for the women. Because what we found was that the that the cases of domestic abuse rise when football tournaments are on when 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 the teams get beat and a lot of women with association football with violence so we come up with the idea of the women against domestic abuse cup that's that's our major women's tournaments we have drop-in sessions for, for men and women uh, which 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 are three times a week where anyone gonna join in and uh, and they also we, we've got a case in pod called there the back kitchen where members can get the level one and two food hygiene and get catering certificates on it so that that it can improve their lifestyles and improve the chances of employment and a couple of our members have got jobs because of that we run christmas presents appeals and we run easter egg appeals for the domestic abuse hostels across merseyside and covid threw up its own challenges through through it through it different challenges Be, because the football stopped you know there was loads of people out there were isolated i've had no one to turn to there was people losing the jobs so john the ceo he put in some funding to get some money to to, to run a food bank so we ended up delivering food parcels and they're becoming be, be friends to people, making sure they're all right. At first, they had just started with our members, but then we seen that there was loads more people that they needed our help, so we had to get out. So we opened it up to referrals, and we were delivering it out to 70, 80-year-old men and women that they were in the community that had never had no one, you know, here and now over COVID. So we're trying to get back on track now. You know, with the football started again, so we're getting back on track. But but hopefully the befriending service will continue for the people that are needed. Yeah, that sounds like such a good idea. The referral thing is such a good way of doing it as well, because you would imagine that there's lots of people who are, you know, particularly of a certain generation, probably be too proud to to say that they they need the help or that they want you know, to the support and what have you. So to have it referred by maybe other people, neighbours or friends or family, whatever it is, is is a better way in, I suppose, isn't it, for a lot of people? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is with the elderly people because I joined up, you know, you, you know the volunteering scheme. When they, when, when they COVID started, uh, the, 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 the council put out, you know, uh, calls for their, for their people to be volunteers. You didn't know for the people that had to isolate. So I went up on, on one of the defending schemes and, and, and they got given the number of this lady to a contact and they contacted her. And what what in my role was for that was just to get a shopping for us and she she uh, gave us the money. But but uh, the lady wasn't getting nowhere benefits or not, and she 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 didn't know who where to turn to. You didn't know what I mean. And it, it was only because of agencies like ourselves and uh, you know other agency what I could refer it to that we 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 could get things in a place for it and in terms of the people that you did the charity support Steve in terms of 
the people that you work with and the individuals that you support what are the, the types of people that you work with and and what type of sort of you know i mean this our podcast fundamentally is around mental health and using football as that vehicle to kind of encourage those conversations and and and, and as we know with with lots of people who end up um in the position of, of homelessness there are sort of mental health issues that come with that what are the sort of mental health problems that you kind of regularly come across and, and, and how do you kind of work to support those those people? Well, um, unfortunately, the mental health is it is, is, is getting worse at a, at a cross the spectrum. So we, 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 we work with anyone really from a social inclusion background. So, so it might be people suffering mental health, anxiety, depression, PTSD, you know, People, people suffering bereavements. Like I mentioned before, we uh, we we support people with the women that are suffering domestic abuse, and now we're, we're starting to work with men that are suffering domestic abuse. You know, we we work with refugees and asylum seekers. You know that that have been through some her- horrific experiences, what have scarred them for life. That's 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 constantly horrific. Affecting the mental health ex 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 forces, you know, the kids started on the cusp of gangs and all stuff like that. So we we work generally with uh, anyone that it needs that it needs some support, and we've we've got an open office. If uh, you say. What 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 it makes us different than are a lot of other homeless agencies? You know, go you know, go to another homeless agency, and I I I worked in them for fifteen years, guys, and they, they want to know your background, what you've done, you know, what what what's your history, what are criminal convictions? Yeah, there you go. We don't want to know that. We we just want to know your your name, your age, and your health, you know. Are you fit enough to run around the foot? Um, and we'll we'll get to know the person, you know, at at the side of a football pitch. Because when 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 I was working as a support worker, my best work was enough filling in forms. What it, what every company wanted me to do, you know, to take and boxes was they standing side by side to someone on on a football pitch and. The lads are there turning around and they tell me, are any benefits being stopped? See, stay. You know, I'm, 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 I'm playing at the back with a one lad one day, and he actually turned around and said, are me, me benefits being stopped? Stay. You don't know what I mean. So that's that's how. So we're we're open and we're approachable, and we also work with other agencies. Like like I turned around and said that the match days are themed. We we. We'll have agencies there. So for the Mental Health Awareness Day, we'll have agencies there where there are people from mental health, where, where people can go and access support and they talk to people, people for drug and alcohol addiction. We'll, we'll, we'll speak to, we'll, we'll have the agencies from a drug and alcohol addiction. And, you know, obviously one of the, the things that I wanted to talk to you about, Steve, but obviously for for people who are in in the position of of of, uh, of homelessness and, and and the people that you work with and 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 i suppose probably anyone that falls into that kind of category that that, that i think i know me and we'll get on to to the sort of 
figures around homelessness, especially in, in on Merseyside. But there is a there's a level of stigma, isn't it, that comes with being homeless? And I think there's a level yeah. of almost almost shame that comes with that as well. Why why do you think that is for people that they kind of that that that, that level of stigma and, and and judgments kind of comes with that position? Well, it comes well. Well, it well it comes from 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 the press. It, it comes from people's ignorance. It, it 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 comes from what you're taught as a kid. You know, you know. It 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 comes from that. You know, you 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 walk around town, right? You 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 see the amount of people that are saying they're homeless, that are begging, and all that. That's that. That's someone's father. That's someone's son. That's someone's daughter. That's 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 someone's family member. There's, there's, there's a story. Why why are they are doing that? You know, and it's a not until you understand until until you actually speak to people that you realise that that person. It's 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 like benefit frauds. Is uh, ben ben the the. The benefit shows what they have on it, Channel 5 and it, Channel 4. They pick the worst ones, don't they? They, they yeah. pick the worst people. They, 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 they don't pick the lads who were staying in a hostel once that uh, had a relationship breakdown with his missus. Guys, that was the only reason that he extended, that, that, that he ended up in an hostel, guys. That that was the only reason because he had the relationship breakdown. That lad was going out every single day with his CVs. And eventually, he got himself a job. Anytime something went wrong in the area, but it was a space of break-ins, the first place that the community would they come to was they come knocking on the door at the hostel. My house is being broken into. It's them. It's them. It's a people stigma. You people have to understand, you know, that they're not there because they want to, you know. And and there's some people may not be ready to accept support yet because of where their life is. Because to get support and it's uh, the same with their mental health. You you can have. You can spend millions going to a mental health practitioner going on retreats whatsoever yeah right but if you don't accept the support what are they given you know it's it's a not going work till 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 you're ready is it no exactly steve it's like people have got to be in the right headspace haven't they to, to, yeah. to kind of engage with that support because it's interesting you said that steve about what you taught as a kid because i think the kind of sort of assumed mm-hmm. wisdom from when you were younger was that if somebody's homeless then they must have done something wrong to end up there yeah like they must you know they must have done something to end up there yeah they're, they're, they're a smackhead or they're an alchie you know what i mean i look at the look at the thing big 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 because it's changed now as well because when i was growing up you know i i, I would like to say i'm 21 this year but i'm 48 you know so <laughs> away with that no 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 more you you didn't have as many uh, it's it, it 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 was the men of the road, if you can coin a phrase, that it was the fella with the beard, wasn't he? When 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 it, I I was growing up and you walked around town, yet it didn't see the level of what it, you've got now, right? When 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 it, I was a kid, but but it now because it's more in our faces, 
gradually, I'm pleased to say, because it's going back to to the football. When we went in in the eleven side league, we thought that the lads would get a lot of abuse for their being called Liverpool Owners Football Club. But you know what? There was only two teams that would have given the lads abuse and they're, and they're saying things. So the stigma has changed. Is it changing? But there's a lot of work to do, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And in terms of practically for for somebody in, in, in the position who needs support and, and, and wants to come and access, you know, some of the things that you're able to offer, how do they sort of practically get involved? What, how can they come and get involved in the team and get involved in the, you know, in the things that come with that? Well, they, they, they can come onto our website, our website. We'll, 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 will you put a link on your website? Uh, yeah, we'll, website? we will. Yeah, we'll put one in the bio yeah. for the episode. Yeah, it's www.liverpoolownersfootballclub.org. Uh, you, you, you can phone us up and arrange to come on to, to, to one of our sessions. We have a Tuesday at the Power League between 10 and 12 for the men and then Wednesday between 10 and 12 for the women as well. So you're more, more than welcome to where come down and and uh, come and find out what, what, what we do. And, and they're for people that are... That I don't have access to it, social media. Just with at, at the moments where they're based in a Dale Street in a one five one Dale Street, the LCVS building, but we're moving out of there soon. So hopefully that it will all be revealed soon. Fantastic. And and we sort of briefly mentioned before, Steve, that you know I was doing some some reading about the sort of figures of for homelessness in the, in the UK. And I think, I'm sure I read that over the past 10 years, it, it's it's increased something like 52% yeah. over the last 10 years. And it amounts to like, I mean, well over a quarter of a million people in the, in this country, which, you know, it, it, it's hard. They're hard numbers to get your head around, aren't they, to yeah. a degree. Have you seen, since, you know, over the sort of 14 years that you've been involved in, in this type of, you know, in running the Liverpool Homeless Football Club, have you seen any of the same, you know, a, a change in the reasons why people are, are becoming homeless and, and any sort of, sort of themes or, you know, ongoing reasons that you're kind of coming up time and again? Yeah, like like like, like I said to you in uh, the uh, in, in, in it, the email, I'm, I'm, I mean, not going to swear, but a Tory <laughs> policy is, is, is a one. We, 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 we've got to get it right well, well, valid the policies the way it is because it's penalising people you're in, you're, you're in know the way it is it's penalising people and for if, if they miss one appointment they're getting sanctions so it's benefits it's a benefits COVID's been a big one it's been more people have become homeless because of COVID uh, you know because they're losing the jobs that they're with their private landlords with it financial, it brings on a, re, a relationship breakdown. So that, that, that it makes it that more people are having to leave the marital home, but whether it's male or a female. And then when people are sitting around all day, you're not doing nothing. What do the people do? They see the mates having a bevy and they, they start drinking and then it escalates because they've got no other way to get out of the situation what they're in and then you've got gambling so there's many many reasons why uh, why uh, people end up homeless and when are you talking about the numbers for homelessness 
you they can't put a figure on because the that's what you've got there, right? And I'm I'm not sure off at the top of my head what the stats are at the minute for Liverpool or for the country, but the stats what you've got there, they're the people that are reported. Hmm. The people that are reported homeless, how many kids have been kicked out of their house by the mum and dad for their misbehaving, doing what they're doing, so they're staying on a friend's couch. How, 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 how many family don't they go to the council, so they're staying on their mate's couch, couch, you know what I mean? We we don't really know the the, the true figure of homelessness. Yeah, that's a really good point, Steve. I, I just, I mean, I personally think from, I mean, I work in town and, and, yeah. I, and I remember, I remember when I, I was talking to someone about this, I remember when I moved to Manchester when I went to uni, so that was about 10 years ago. And I remember, because obviously Manchester's a much bigger city than Liverpool, and I remember being yeah. being taken aback by how many homeless people there were in Manchester, because I, I, I don't remember it being quite as... Um, quite as quite as bad at that time and then over the last few years obviously I've, I've started working in the city center and, and I feel as though you do see more and more homeless people and it's and it's it's kind of astounding to see when you know that there's that, you know the amount of money that it's available in the country to, for, for various things and there's just the amount of people who are living on the streets and it's it's heartbreaking isn't it yeah yeah and 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 the money what's there going in the, the money what's what's it going into uh, the system it, it if it, I'm perfectly honest, to so work with a homelessness and 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 that it's 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 a, it's a not enough. Do you, you you have these projects where they say bring 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 in porter cabins for them, put them in porter cabins, and 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 they're all that for them. You need you need different levels of their support. You've 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 got the entrenched rough sleeper that it would need is their own flat where. So with their support going in, in, in there, so we're getting used to paying bills again. Because if you take somebody from in the streets and put them in a flat, that it doesn't solve the problem. You know, they've they've got to learn to pay bills. They've got to learn to live again. They've 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 got to learn to cook. But uh, you've also got, like here, the gentleman I told you about, where the benefits. You you didn't know what I mean. You've got him that he just had a relationship right now, but it is not enough flats. That are getting built for people. You you you, you look around Liverpool, and there's loads of money getting spent on the on 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 flats for people rent to buy, you know. But it's social housing we need because in thirty years' time we're going to have the same problem again because all all these rights to buy will be in private ownership, and there won't be no social housing for people. Yeah, I agree. In terms of people listening, Steve, I think a lot of people want to. You know, I think people want to help generally, don't they? But I think a lot of people aren't yeah. sure aren't sure how they can help. In terms of the sort of average, you know, person, someone who's listening now who thinks I'd love to to help or try and do something to help. What are the types of things that people can kind of do to to help out? Not just not just obviously with your with your charity, but with you know with anything to do with homelessness. Well, well, what what I suggest you do is 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 it Google the. the the homeless charities that are across Merseyside and and they see what it want feels best for you because there's things like there's there's, there's the donations uh, what you can give if you want to make a financial donation if uh, you want to give give 
give clothes or you're having a house clearance for somebody. But there's also volunteers as well because everyone's got a skill to give. And at a Liverpool Owners Football Club, if you come to us and if you've got a particular skill, right, what, what we haven't got, we'll say to you, right, what, what did you want to do with that skill? We, we we don't tie people down, say, no, no, you can't do that. You've got to do that. If if you've got a skill, what can improve Liverpool Owners Football Club? And with any other charity, I suppose, because we, we've all got something to give. And when when it comes to businesses and and all that, we run these Spirit of Merseyside football tournaments, which is which which is starting in uh, the the end the end of July. If any businesses want to get involved to it to to a sponsor that or the Women Against Domestic Abuse Corps, you're more than welcome to get in touch. Fantastic. And my, and my final question then, Steve, that the club's motto is more than just football. And you spoke at the very top of this episode about, you know, that football was a good way for people to be able to sort of open up and talk in, a, in, a, in an environment that's maybe a little bit more comfortable for them. Why do you think that football is such a powerful vehicle for these sorts of social interventions and social movements? Well, well, once again, I'm... I, I, I was in the Salvation Army. It was the Monday night before the tournament. You didn't know on a Tuesday. And I was walking down the hall, bouncing the ball. I, I, I waited till the manager had gone home because the manager used to always stop, stop, stop messing with the ball in here. You know, so we used to go, go down. And we had had a young lad from Iraq was in. And what, what he used to do was go out at nine in the morning and they cut back home at 11. But he stayed in that night. And I went past his room, right? The, 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 the lad couldn't speak no English. So, 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 so I went past his room, I was bouncing the ball as the door opened, and he just turned around and went, football! And that was the first connection what I made with that lad. Then the, the next day, he come and play football with us, and he started to get to know him. We started to engage with him. That it was just by the noise of bouncing a ball. And another factor was there was a lad who was in his 50s, was the best five-a-side keeper around, and every time teams were short, and any time teams were short, everybody would go, will you play for us? Will you play for us? Because he was like a cat in five-a-side. Fantastic, fantastic he was. That lad prior to the football coming had a history of getting a flat, and no one would see him for a six, seven months. And then he'd come, he'd, 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 he'd then lost his flat, you know. But when he got a flat the next time, he kept on coming back and playing. And he'd come up to his key worker one day and said, I've got this letter from the benefits. My benefits have stopped. So he was able to, to sort it. So that, that's it, the power of football. That's, 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 that's more than football, that. Absolutely, Steve. I think that's... That's a, those two stories they really exemplified everything that that you guys do and everything that you know why football is such a such a great vehicle for these things. So thank you so much for for your time this evening, Steve, and thanks for 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 coming on and there uh, and you know telling telling but a little bit more about Liverpool Homes Football Club because I think it's such a fantastic movement and I think it's such a, an amazing thing that you guys are doing. Thanks, Dan, and thank, thank, thanks very much for having us on your show, mate.
No, absolute pleasure, mate. Absolute pleasure. I'll let you go, mate. But thank you very much, Steve. All right, Dan. Thanks, mate. Speak Cheers, to you mate. Bye now. Cheers, mate. Bye. 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 Huge thanks to Stephen for taking part. You can find out more about the Liverpool Homeless Football Club on Twitter. Their Twitter handle is at LiveHomelessFC. And you can also head over to their website, which is LiverpoolHomelessFootballClub.com. I hope you'll join us tomorrow when we'll be back with episode three, as we'll be speaking to Simon Kay from Talking Cherries. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.